Hi everybody and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today we will be talking about happy wife, happy life, which is a saying that you will might be surprised to know. Uh, the earliest origin of it was from 1902. So um, I heard some people think that it was relatively recent and feminist driven and it certainly is not either one. And I, I'll, I'll talk about um, how I've usually seen it used. But uh, before that, please do subscribe. My most recent subscriber episode was Why Your Wife Won't Go Down on You. And um, both males and females will find that interesting. And uh, about 130 more subscriber episodes. If you subscribe, you get all of those. And if uh, the $8.99 to do that is too much for that, you know, 35 plus hours of listening, then even cheaper is my Facebook group. That's $4.99 a month, and people say it's the best money they ever spent. It's lots of fun people. You get to interact with me more, and people are always posting threads about their relationship issues and their lives and asking for comments, and it's just, you know, a good place. It's 375 people, but I record these in advance, so probably we'll top 400 by the time you hear this. All right, so happy wife, happy life. So more preoccupied attachment, lower confidence guys tend to like think this was some sort of, um, I don't know, like feminist ploy or something to make men want to please women. I I have never, first of all, this is saying is like old. As I said before, it's like over a century old. And it's usually said by the guys that I hear say this, you know, years ago when I started were like older guys, like older, more traditionally alpha guys who would say they would like buy their wife a new car and she's excited. And he says, well, happy wife, happy life, like that kind of stuff. So like pretty like, you know, not obviously like, like very not uh, preoccupied attachment guys, more like the, you know, just like the big swinging dick type of guy would like do something for his wife and then say, happy wife, happy life. Here we go. We're going to Hawaii. You know, she's so excited. We went on a shopping spree or, you know, like I bought her jewelry or I, you know, took her out and whatever, whatever, you know. And so it decidedly was not, it's never something I've heard a woman say as like kind of anything, you know, like not really as maybe as a joke. I, I mean, I don't know. I've never, I can't remember now hearing a woman initiates the statement of of this in session. But anyway, so uh, some guys think, these more preoccupied attachment guys who, you know, really do think that women are kind of out to get men um, on a visceral level. They do not think that because they don't feel appreciated. They tend to marry more avoidant type of women that that are always kind of pushing away and don't want that much closeness. And why do you go for that kind of woman? Well, as you know from listening to my podcast, it always originates in your family growing up. So you probably had an avoidant parent. You can never fully get their attention and you can never fully get their love and their approval. And so when you found somebody who was kind of an ice queen, then you felt that click. That's Imago theory. You felt that click of home and familiar. And then you spend your life fantasizing that you can get this avoidant cold person. You know, that's not all they are, but that's kind of how you see them through your lens, that you could get them to be warm and loving and attentive in a way that you can never get your caregiver to be when you were a child. And you can certainly go back to my attachment style podcast, the original one. Um, that's a subscriber one, but you could go back to and my avoidant wives podcast is, I think, a free one. Anyway, um, 
the, the, the point is here that more preoccupied attachment guys think, as they frequently think, that uh, women don't really like men and women take advantage of men in many ways and that uh, most women do not, in fact, want to make their husbands happy. So given that they think that, then saying happy wife, happy life turns into some you know, terrible thing in their mind that like somehow the man is setting himself up if he believes in this philosophy to get taken advantage of and to just lay down and be a doormat, you know, for for the woman to walk all over. And like, this is the guys who actually like feel like, you know, using this phrase are are the guys that do what they want, you know? And then they're saying, like, like to be nice, you know, they're saying, also, you know, I want to make my wife happy, you know? Yeah, like, I do my thing, and, you know, I'm a happy guy, and check me out, I'm also making my wife happy, basically, like, like extra bonus, great. We're both happy now. So, like, when you see something like happy wife, happy life, and it makes you think, what about the man he's getting taken advantage of somehow? That is really a worldview to interrogate deeply. It, because like, it's just like when I'm on social media and I post, obviously, as you know from listening, about half my stuff is targeted toward women to ha- helping them explore their cognitive biases and the other half is toward men, right? So I address things toward men, toward women, really half and half, just as my clients are half men, half men and half women, and really it's half individuals and half couples at this point um, also, but that is the same you know, straight down the middle. And so the the point is, I am not biased. But yet, when I post on a Monday, I'll post something about, you know, men, be more romantic for your wives. You know, there's always men that post, what about the women who aren't romantic? What about the women that won't have sex? And that's why the man isn't romantic. What about the men who had the romance beaten out of them by some frigid bitch? What about that, huh? And it's like, calm down. First of all, I could definitely see why she's not sleeping with you. And second of all, like, I I just posted, just scroll back. I posted something about women, you know, if you're more physically affectionate, then your husband will be happier. Like, the day before. And I'm going to post another one like that tomorrow, you know? And it's like, when you see somebody talking about one gender as an immediate call to arms that you, that it, God forbid ever a man should focus on making his wife happy because if he does that, then he's going to become a doormat and she is going to, you know, walk all over him and she should be focusing on making him happy exactly the same amount that he's focusing on making her happy. Otherwise he is a patsy and a cuck and whatever the hell terms they use now. So that, you really have to interrogate that. And that is a very, uh, that's tied to a victim mentality. And um, in this case, you feel like a victim of, of the other gender, but it's learned at home when you just learn from a parent that people take advantage of other people and you always have to be on your guard and everything is zero sum, you know, and everything isn't zero sum. If you make it like that, then, then it is, but it's not in a healthy relationship. So the point being that uh, certainly... You know, people should both be giving 100% in a relationship. And I talk about this in my podcast that I think is called The 100% Marriage, Why 50-50 is Some Bullshit, I think is the title. And of course, 
my podcast on fair play, that book that has you split housework right down the middle or whatever. No, she goes, she does, she says it's not right down the middle, but anyway, there's this whole system. I think there's spreadsheets. There's definitely index cards. Anyway, I talk about it there. The point is not for every single interaction to be even Steven. Of course, a man should be trying to make his wife happy. Great. Why does that preclude him being happy? Why does that preclude her being loving? It doesn't. You know, it would be like, you know, if if on Mother's Day, you know, the father said, what about me? You know, I mean, no, that's Father's Day. Wait for your day. So here, here's the other thing, too. So, oh, okay, so that and relationships tend to go better when the guy is totally in love with the woman, is besotted with the woman, as I wrote, as I said in one of my videos. I talk about this all the time. Men think that need to think the woman is really hot for things to work. Men need to put their wife, God forbid you say this, but like they, they need to put her in this special category of like, you know, the love of my life, even on a pedestal, but not a crazy ass pedestal that preoccupied attachment guys use to like say, like I put my wife on a pedestal and that's why I haven't asked for sex in the past 17 years. No, not that at all. Just the same kind of pedestal that you put like your baby on when you think it's the cutest baby out of all the babies, you know, which I think I talked about recently in a different podcast to make that same analogy. Or you think your dog is the cutest dog out of all the dogs. You know, it's yours. Like you have your wife, you think she's the most beautiful one. That's very adaptive, very positive. Relationships tend to go well when the guy adores and is delighted by his wife. That does not mean when he's terrified of her. I talk about this distinction constantly. And I think that the preoccupied attachment men tend to conflate it and think that happy wife, happy life means that you should do anything to avoid waking the beast. Do not make her do some scary thing. Don't get in trouble. That is like so far from the truth. You know, so it's, and you know what the real equivalent is that all of a sudden will lead to a lot of epiphanies in my male listeners. It's the equivalent of when women say things like, why do I have to be a whore? Why do I have to be a hooker? Why should I have to give him sex just to get him to be nice to me? I shouldn't have to do that. I shouldn't have to do anything like that, right? Doesn't that anger you, right? Because you're like, why is this zero sum? Why do you lose by giving me sex? Isn't that something that we should both like, right? So it's the same kind of thing. Happy wife, happy life. Why does he lose by prioritizing her happiness, you know, by making sure that she knows that's important to him? That should make them both happy. Him giving her something that she wants, whether that's emotional, whether it's a gift, whether it's a love letter, whether it's a compliment, that should make them both happy. Very equivalent to how her having sex with him should make them both happy. And I talk about this also in my podcast, Sex as Act of Service, where I try to explain that idea to women. And sex as active service does not mean you lay there like a starfish. You know, that's no service that anybody wants. That's bad service. But anyway, um, so back to this topic. So when women feel that the guy really would do anything for them, truly, you know, that it's like it's like uh, their little version of a guy having a woman who will do anything in bed even just for a night, even just on vacation, even just when she's, you know, like had a couple too many drinks once a year. Like then it's his little private porn, you know? And when a man will do anything you want, it's like your little private movie, The Notebook, you know, or whatever romantic movie or romantic novel a woman would want. 
The guy doesn't always have to be lighting himself on the fire or standing with a boombox like say anything. But sometimes he has to show that he really prioritizes her happiness and joy and he derives happiness and satisfaction from making his wife happy. You know, and so this isn't bad. So in a healthy relationship, and I always try to include this now because many people, you know, have said, well, I don't know, though, then how does it look at a healthy relationship? Because I never saw one. And I concur. I mean, sure, but very few of us grew up or very few of us that are interested in psychology and the betterment of human relationships grew up seeing really good ones modeled. Otherwise, that shit would be easy peasy. It wouldn't even be interesting to think about. So how does it look in a healthy relationship? Happy wife, happy life. It looks like the guy is trying to make her happy because he loves her so much. He's not trying to get out of trouble. He's not trying to not... um you know, get um, get her to look stop looking down on him or for her to stop hating him. He's just looking to make her even happier. She starts out pretty happy. Or, you know, if not, she could be sad sometimes. I mean, you know, like she's a human. But in general, he is trying to add to her happiness. And that is uh, evident in how he acts and how he talks and how he prioritizes her. And she soaks up that love and responds in kind with her own love. You know, but really, truth of the matter, non-PC, women don't like the pursuit as much, you know? They like to be pursued. They don't like to pursue. You know, I mean, I, I sometimes women send men flowers, but much less than the inverse. You know, I've never in my entire career heard a man say, I am so upset that she did not even send me flowers on Valentine's Day. I've never heard it. I mean, maybe that's because I am, you know, I don't know what, maybe I'm just working with all the guys who don't, you know, care. And there's some other guys that do. But what guys usually say is, well, unfortunately, even on Valentine's Day, no matter what, I still didn't get, you know, sex. But that's very different because they complain about that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Valentine's Day, Christmas, any day. But um, if, if they're not getting sex. But the point is women say that. You know, like, he didn't even send me flowers on Valentine's Day. This other girl at work got flowers and I didn't get flowers, right? Because women want to be pursued. They want that romantic pursuit. So the idea that a man is trying to make you happy is women really like that. Does that preclude them trying to make the man happy also? No. But honestly, men propose marriage more frequently than women do. Men take those larger romantic gestures to ask the woman out first, to initiate the first kiss. So if a woman feels like a man is initiating attempts to make her happy on a regular basis, she's going to kind of calm down more. Her attachment panic will subside a little bit if she experiences any within the more frequent, by the way, um, situation where the woman is the preoccupied attachment partner and the man is the avoidant attachment partner. This is particularly important. So these are the guys that I really work with on happy wife, happy life um, in terms of like, shit, man, you got to prioritize your wife. You got to call home. You got to text her sometimes. Like, you know, those those couples where the woman is preoccupied attachment and the man is avoidant, those couples usually come in in like their 30s, whereas by the 40s, I tend to get the preoccupied attachment man and the avoidant attachment women. Um, but anyway, it, it's really like the younger women care more, you know, and that's why I always say try to work on this shit before your 40s. I mean, you know, you don't have any time machines. So if you know, you can still work on it in your 40s, but it takes a little longer than in your 30s. The younger the woman is, the 
quicker she's going to come out of being mad at you. Like, as I'm sure everybody here knows, women and men alike, the longer you've been dissatisfied for, and quite honestly, the less estrogen you have, the harder it is to resolve an empathic rupture. You know, but, and I've talked about this with perimenopause and women's changing, how women's bodies and brains change in their 40s. They don't take as much shit and they don't give a shit that much. They don't care about the relationship as viscerally as they did when they were younger. Just like how teenage boys aren't, you know, like um, standing there with the, you know, teenage boys stand there with the boombox like John Cusack and guys in their 40s don't. I mean, that's just the way it is. But anyway, so back to the preoccupied attachment guys that think that this is a bad thing. It's not. If you come with confidence, confident momentum, confident momentum. I have a post that has confident momentum in the title that you should read on drpsychmom.com. Um... If you come in there and you try to sweep her off her feet sometimes or just make her day happier based on whatever her love language is without asking for anything in return, without then sulking around and saying like, why didn't I get a blowjob in return, without anything, just literally she is your queen and you're trying to make her you know, happy because you love her so much, like you do with the kids. Like you would get the kids a trip to Disney or whatever the hell you would do to be nice to your kids, or you would get your daughter a new, you know, makeup that she wants or whatever. You wouldn't be like, and now what are you going to do for me? Now are you going to, like, why am I being treated like the doormat? Hopefully you wouldn't act like that, right? So if you give to your wife love and the desire to make her happy with generosity and freedom of spirit and you're not trying to get anything back from her and you're just trying to make her happy within a even remotely okay marriage, she will sense that and she will respond in kind and then try to make you happy. She will be happier, so she will be smiling and she will be probably more cuddly and she will laugh more and she will be happy because she will feel like her husband is trying to make her happy, which is a really good thing to feel within marriage. So this would be a virtuous cycle. You try to make her happy and then she will be trying to make you happy. If you point that out, though, the whole thing goes away. So if you're only going to do it as a tit for tat, then don't even bother doing it because it's already not going to go the way that you want. And of course, as always, if this feels impossible to execute or your dynamic has eroded into bitterness to the point that this seems like a fantasy that you could possibly be in a virtuous cycle of trying to make each other happy, then couples counseling would be the way to go. I have all the people who work for me at Best Life. There is a million other people in the world. And there is, of course, me directly. Uh, But anyway, you could try it yourself. DIY. Try to make her happy without any covert contracts, as every man knows from the internet, um, about what she should do in return. And just see if it makes you happier in your life. Because it usually does. It usually does. To be nice to people usually is is karmically positive, you know, and makes people feel good. And when you do it to your kids, your wife, anybody. All right. Well, hopefully you found that interesting, my perspective on happy wife, happy life. And I will talk to you all soon. And and I would like to just just tell you that if you want to have conversations like this on the regular, we don't just have to have a parasocial relationship. I got this literal question from within my Facebook group. So, I mean, you should totally join it. I have no idea why everybody just doesn't join it. It's the best place to be for smart people uh, that like to talk about 
relationships and human thoughts and feelings and behavior, aka psychology. Okay, okay, okay. Talk to everybody soon. Bye bye.